This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morrison. This week we're recapping undefeated week for the basketball teams. Plus, we chat with one of our three all-NESCAC football players and take a look back at the men's soccer season with head coach Tyler Shake. That's coming up on the Bates Bobcast. The women's basketball team defeated the University of Southern Maine 72-62 on Tuesday and followed that up with a 67-42 win over Maine Maritime Academy on Sunday, improving to 4-1 on the season, the program's best start in 10 years. Senior Ariana Dahlia was named the NESCAC Player of the Week, averaging 10 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists, 3.5 blocks, and 1.5 steals per game, while shooting 69.2% from the field for the Bobcats. She is also our female Bobcat of the Week, and Dahlia joined the Bobcast to talk about her contributions on both sides of the ball and the high hopes she has for the team this year. I would say because we do have so many scorers, um that like I am able to focus on defense more and like getting getting like more assists to my teammates and getting other people open on the floor. And double double there, your most recent game. I mean, you take pride in uh, trying to get uh, double figures in two categories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was really nice. But I think we've just been working at sharing the ball really well on the floor and focusing on O boards and getting a lot of rebounds and um, just getting as many shots up as possible. I was talking with last week with Bree Gattaletta about this, but. That Amherst game was a last-minute scheduling thing mm-hmm. against one of the, you know, perennially one of the top teams in the country, and uh, as usual, it was wire to wire with them, right? What was that experience like to have to prepare for a team on such short notice? We were super excited to get to play against them. Um, I think it was really exciting to see how we played against them and how well we played. We didn't shoot great, and we only lost by six. That was really promising for us and how we're going to do this season against other NESCAC teams. And so this past week, obviously a 2-0 week for the Bobcats, and you've got a tough Bowden team on the road coming up. Uh, how are you preparing for them and also starting for, um, with the finals and everything? I mean, it's a busy week for you. Yeah, definitely a busy week. Um, we have been preparing for Bowden. We're super excited. I think we're just going to keep doing what we've been doing, like trusting our coaching staff and what they have in store for us. Um, you know, we've been focusing on pushing in transition and really getting uh, – touches in the post, so I think we're just going to keep doing what we're doing and execute our plays well. Lots of talented post players on this team. I mean, you've got Delaney Wachku, a sophomore. You've got Jenna Behrens. You've got Brie Galletta. You've got yourself. You've got Taylor McVeigh back from injury. Mm-hmm. What's that group like? It's awesome having so many posts. I think Brie has stepped up so much this year, so it's really nice to see her scoring and doing her thing. And then we also have Delaney and Taylor, who's back, and then Jenna, who is always scoring points here and there. Um, so it's, it's, it's nice to have such depth on the bench. Bree was mentioning you go, you all really get after it in practice, battling each other down there. Yeah, right? yeah, we definitely get super physical in practice, um, but it, it helps us out in the long run just because, you know, we're, go, we're scoring through contact and it ends up helping us out in games. But, yeah, it's definitely tough in practice. i got to ask you about this just because I've noticed it because I monitor our social media. You've got quite the fan base, personally, <laughs> I feel like, out there. What's it like to have that, all that support from home? Um, it's really nice. You know, my, um, my mom's business, she has, like, all of her, like, her crew, everyone supports <laughs> <laughs> they all watch online. Um, a lot of my family and friends from home also watch, so it's really exciting and just really nice to know that I have them watching from home. And I know a lot make the trip up sometimes, too. Yeah, right? yeah. My yeah. mom has made almost every game between last season and this season, so it's nice. Now, as as a senior now, can you believe that you're a senior? Because the, the year away was kind of 
uh, a weird time, right? <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy. Um, I think just not having a season last year has definitely taught me to play every game like it's my last and to leave it all on the court because even even now like we just don't know what's going to happen like someone could test positive and we mm. might not have games so i'm just really thankful that we have some of a normal year right we kind of had that experience recently yeah yeah right? literally <laughs> with the amherst game exactly yeah yeah um and then for you personally what are some things you're focusing on maybe in your game that you're hoping to continue to improve on throughout the year yeah, like you said, I don't even – well, I mean, I do have to focus on scoring, but I think because we have so many scores, I'm really focused on just giving the team some energy and keeping us fired up and kind of bringing some energy with my defense and getting, like, steals and blocks and helping my teammates get open and kind of creating shots for them. Yeah, this is a – it seems like in general this is a pretty energetic team. Um, yeah. The, what's it like, you know, putting pressure on the other opposition? Because I, I know Allison was really excited to, like, you know, press, press constantly, and that's what you've been doing. Yeah, she when we watched film, you know, she was showing us she's like this is di- this is the difference between when like we're getting up in the passing lanes and like really applying pressure versus when we're kind of like relaxing our defense a little bit. And so as soon as she showed that she pointed that out to us, we made the switch like immediately. And like we have just been up on teams and really trying to disrupt their offenses and kind of like make the game our pace both on defense and offense. Terrific. And then um, what's what's the senior group like? I mean, I know Megan's technically a junior because mm-hmm. she took a year away, but what's the class like in general? I would say we are all super hungry for wins. We really want to win the championship. Um, Again, like given this past year, I think we're all just really, we've all got that fire and that hustle. We just, we want to get after it. We want to win. Terrific. Well, any other thoughts you want to share on the season so far? Obviously a very strong start. Yeah, I think that the season is very promising for us. I think we are going to achieve our goal of winning the championship. We've got, again, like a strong upperclassman presence, and all the underclassmen are performing like phenomenally. Like, we just have so many great players. Morgan Kennedy, um, Davina, who just had her season high, right. um, Allison Kennedy, and just every, everyone on the team just playing so great right now. So I'm really excited. All right, Ariana Dahlia, NESCAC Women's Basketball Player of the Week, and, of course, our female Bobcat of the Week as well. Thanks so much. Thank you. The men's basketball team won its home opener on Tuesday over Southern Maine by a final score of 92-74 and hit the road Sunday, winning 86-48 over the University of New England down in Biddeford. The pair of wins improved the Bobcats' record to 3-2 on the young season. First-year Jameer Primer continued his burst onto the scene of Bates men's basketball as he poured in a game-high 21 points to lead the Bobcats against UNE. Making a second straight start and his fourth appearance in a Bobcat uniform, Primer shot 10 of 17 from the field and added three rebounds and three assists in 27 minutes of action. Primer made his first start against USM and had 14 points and five assists. And Jameer Primer is our male Bobcat of the week. Jameer, first of all, you're a walk-on here, so you weren't recruited to play basketball. So how did this all come together? How did you end up trying out and making the team? Basketball is obviously something uh, that I love to do. So when I decided to come to Bates, um, I immediately uh, reached out to Coach Furbush. Um, we scheduled a meeting um, and, you know, talked about, like, uh, the process of me, you know, getting on the team. I went through that process. And uh, a few weeks after, I was, you know, um, Welcome to the team. So what was that process like? Just going out with, uh, you know, the, the guys who are already on the team and, you know, um, doing workouts with them during the preseason um, and just seeing how I will fit in and how I can hang with those guys. And um, I did that for about three, four weeks. And, um, yeah. So what was that moment like when you found out you were going to be on the roster and everything? I wouldn't say I was surprised, but uh, I was definitely happy. Um, happy to be um, a part of the team and just – Happy to play basketball, um, you know, after, you know, sitting out with 
uh, COVID and stuff like that. Certainly. So you're from Long Island. Tell us about a little bit growing up when you start playing basketball. Um, well, yeah, I'm from uh, Long Island, New York. Um, growing up, I started playing around fifth grade, and um, I just fell in love with it then. Um, I realized how talented I, I can be. Um, just continue to work at my craft, and um, it just went from there. And then when you were, you know, in high school and stuff, when did you start thinking about colleges and what made Bates the place for you? Um, well, early on in high school, I, I um, played uh, bas- basketball. Um, I played a part of the varsity basketball team um, at my school. Um, and, you know, college ba- being a college athlete um, was just always a goal of mine. Um, it was a dream of mine. So um, I just, you know, kind of put my head down and um, continue to work and, um, you know, I got here. <laughs> and uh, I guess what appealed to you about Bates, what made you want to apply, I guess? Um, well, Bates, just with its um, background um, and its reputation, you know, being one of the best um, education institutions in the country um, was definitely, you know, something that uh, attracted me. And, um, you know, I just talked with Coach Furbush early on, you know, a little bit before um, me coming. And, um, yeah. You mentioned COVID. Yeah. Did, you, did you not get to have really a senior year in terms of playing and stuff? Or? Well, yes. Uh, I, we did play my senior year. Um, the season was uh, very, very short. I think we played maybe five games. So um, it wasn't, you know, a, a regular season. Um, I wish it was, but um, – I still was appreciative that we did, you know, get to play the little bit that we did. Now, did you only play basketball growing up, or did you dabble in any other sports? Um, I mean, early, early, early when I was, like, younger, I played uh, town football for a little bit. But, um, you know, as, as I got older and, you know, got into my middle school ages, I just shifted to basketball and really, you know, made that my focus. Terrific. And so not only did you make the team, you're now getting a lot of minutes, pouring a bunch of points the last two games. Tell us about your early experience in college basketball. What's it been like so far? Um, well, it's, 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 it's definitely different from high school basketball. Um, I think uh, I had to learn a lot. Um, I think, you know, the guys on the team and, you know, the coaching staff has definitely helped with that, um, you know. Um, but just working hard and, you know, um, understanding your potential, um, accepting your role early on. And just, like I said, try to learn from everyone who uh, has experience around you is definitely what, you know, I think I focused on doing and um, everything else handled itself. Well, I noticed the, um, the one home game we've had. <laughs> I noticed you seem to have a nonstop motor out there on the court. Is that something you take pride in? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely take, take pride in um, having a motor. Um, like I said, I love basketball. Um, I love to compete. Um, and just, you know, like when I'm playing, it's, I let everything out. <laughs> yeah, certainly. And then, you know, alumni gym, what's this, what's this environment like to play in? You've only had one game, but you, you practice here a lot, obviously. Yes, yes. Um, alumni gym, I love it. Um, I love the courts. I love the atmospheres um, at the home games. Um, it's, it's, some people argue that it's small, but, you know, I love it. You know, the crowd goes crazy, but... It's definitely um, fun playing here. I can't wait to, you know, for more home games to come. As a first year, what have you been learning from some of the older guys and from Coach Furbush as well? Um, a lot of things. Um, you know, things on the court, things off the court. Um, but specifically speaking, on the court, just, you know, um, how to be, you know, a point guard. Um, you know, how to uh, play my role. Um, you know, how to 
engage with other players on the court, um, how to lead an offense, um, and just, you know, be a college athlete and transforming my game from, you know, maybe high school where I had bad habits and, you know, trying to just, you know, become a solid player and, um, you know, just improve as I go on. Terrific. What's it like playing with guys like Omar Saar, Stefan Baxter? Obviously, Saar, a big target down the post. Baxter, your, your running mate there at guard, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's great playing with both of them. Uh, like you just stated, uh, Omar is a big target. Um, you know, he's he, he's a very good player. And, you know, Steph is unbelievable. Um, he's, you know, definitely a big part in uh, my improvement uh, during the preseason. Um, just competing against him and practices has definitely made me better. And just, you know, learning from him, um, you know, with him, both of us being guards. So, yeah. Terrific. Well, any other thoughts you wanted to share about some, maybe some of your goals going forward this year and, or anything else you haven't got to talk about yet? Um, well, definitely. Uh, this year I'm just um, excited to, you know, continue to play with the team. Um, I think uh, a team goal definitely is to win a national championship um, and, you know, just continue to uh, build chemistry. Uh, it's still kind of early on. Um, we, we have had some bumps in the road, but, you know, our focus is, you know, to, you know, continue to build chemistry, um, playing at a high level, and the ultimate goal for us is to win a national championship. All right, Jameer Primer, I'm El Bobcat of the Week. Thanks so much. Thank you. This week on the Bobcast, we're joined by one of three all-NESCAC selections from the Bates football team. Junior corner Muhammad Koulibaly started all nine games this year and piled up big numbers for his position, ranking fifth on the team in tackles with 41 and third in solo tackles with 29. Koulibaly also had an interception and four pass breakups. Well, Muhammad Koulibaly, all-NESCAC selection, joining us here on the Bobcast from the Bates football team. And, Muhammad, you have family connections here at Bates. Your older brother went here. Tell me a little bit about growing up and what eventually led you here to college. My brother went here. He graduated 2017. And, yeah, I came up to a game one time, Hamilton, uh, watched him play. And you know, I love football. Seeing my older brother play for Bates, it was like it was an amazing experience to see. Um, seeing him do so well, too. Um, and then my senior year, um, Coach Hall re reached out. And my brother was like, yeah, like it's a great opportunity, great school. So I ended up here. Excellent. When did you start playing football kind of growing up, and how did you kind of fall in love with it? Um, I started – my so my older brother, I kind of followed after my older brother. I seen him play. Um, and then, yeah, I watched it on TV, seen the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, I, I loved Deshaun Jackson, seeing Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick, and then in the years. Um, so that made me fall in love with it. Started playing when I was six, and after that I just played every year. Pop Warner, went to high school, and then now here. Have you always been a corner, or have you uh, changed positions a little bit? No, actually, um, when I first started, I was a running back. Okay. So I was a running back when I was like six, like in the lower ages. Yeah. And then I moved on to wide receiver. Um, and then high school is when my first time, uh, my sophomore year, I ended up playing uh, safety. Uh, the coaches just said, yo, I think like you'll be good at safety. And ever since then, like I knew like I, I like defense. So it was like, yeah. Yeah, so what was the adjustment like, I guess, to the defensive side of the ball? Because you had been, you know, on offense a lot. It was definitely a, a harder change because offense is like you dictate, like, what you're doing. Like, yeah. you come to the play, like, you know what's happening. And then defense, are like, it kind of, the game kind of had to slow down. So, like, you had to, like, react to what the offense is doing. So, I feel like a reaction time and just being, like, fast, making uh, making quick decisions 
is what like was the biggest the, the toughest like thing to change one of the cool things um you have your cousin here as well muhammad diawara who unfortunately yep. had some injuries this season but had some spectacular moments early yeah. in the year what's it like playing with him did you get a chance to play with him a lot growing up also i didn't play with him growing up mm-hmm. uh i played actually against him so <laughs> yeah so uh, when we were younger and pop winner uh our two our pop winner teams played against each other uh a couple times and like that was a great experience, like playing against my cousin, you know, trash talking and like the competitiveness. And that's where we get our competitiveness from, and we still do it today. Anytime we're going up against each other in practice, and we both bring the best out of each other. So like it's always like a great, like a great uh, situation when me and him is going up against each other. And um, then high school we ended up playing with each other, and then that was just that was just the best thing that that ever happened. So it was it was a great experience that happened into us watching each other. Um, prevail like in, on the football field. It was, it was nice. And then did you both decide to come to Bates kind of at the same time? Like, or how did that timeline work? Did you like talk to each other about it? Yeah, so I knew I was going to Bates after like I got accepted. Like, uh, yeah. well, yeah, I knew I was going to Bates after like I was, um, after Coach Harbor reached out to me. I was like, yeah, like this is this is what I want to do. And then kind of like jokingly, like I talked to like Ham about it. And then it was just like, oh, like, yeah, tell him about me. And then uh, <laughs> I ended up doing it. Yeah. And then it just actually like, Went went forward and then once he like once they once Bates like wanted him, it was just like, like bro you had to do it like this is this is this is a great opportunity once in a lifetime not a lot of people get this opportunity, to come to a great school uh, to play football at at one at in the college level not a lot of people get to do it so. That's how we did it. You probably have to cover him in practice a little bit, don't you? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a challenge, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah, definitely. Like I said, he brings the best out of me. He brings the best out of all the defenders, too. When he comes up against you, know you got to bring your stuff when you're going against uh, DOR. So this year, second team all NETCAC selection. Congratulations. What exactly did you find that was really working for you at the corner spot this year? Because I saw you obviously breaking up a lot of passes throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, so I, I did a lot of practice on the off season. Just like really like working, um, working on my technique. I feel like that was just like the biggest difference of me from 2019 and then this year. It's just that putting a lot of work in the off season, working on your footwork and things like that translates to the game, and you see it translate when you get on the field. And then just uh, listening to my coaches. Um, well, my coach, Coach Davis, obviously the defensive coordinator. Just uh, he has, he's a great mind. He uh, tells us exactly what we need to do. And when we get out there, when we get out there on the field. Um, if you follow, if you follow what he says and follow his game plan, and just uh, translate translate that to the field and the skills that you put on that you worked on in the off season, everything's gonna be right for you. He makes your job so much easier. Yeah, that's how I was I was able to like succeed on the field this year. Excellent. And one of the most memorable moments was actually when you were on the sideline, mm-hmm. final play of the Hamilton game, yeah. basically the touchdown pass to win the game. Uh, Michael Roke, who's the uh, faculty liaison um, for the football team and, and does the social media during the games on Twitter, got a shot of the final play. Yeah. And you come through the shot, and obviously you are very surprised <laughs> or stunned. <laughs> Take us through what you were seeing on that play. I mean, like, this is what makes football like, so like amazing is that, like, you're on the sideline. You play defense. You're on the sideline. You do what you have to do. You get off the field. Then you have to watch like your team. You have to support your team, and like there's nothing you can do about it. And you just watch them work. So like it was just amazing seeing like the ball go up from uh, Cohen to uh, Oliveri, and then just like just seeing it drop in his hands. It was just like not nah, like there's no way that this happened. You can't like make this up. So it was like that. My only reaction was like with that. Like that right there was my like. That was the only thing that was going through my mind seeing that. So like, it was crazy. Did you realize he had the camera right there? Or? Yeah. So like, when I <laughs> when I went when I went by, like I was like, oh, and then I seen the camera, and then I was like, uh, like I look, I seen it, I seen it like in a video before, like somebody like 
something crazy happened. I think it was like D'Angelo Russell video. Oh. Um, <laughs> when he saw Blake Griffin dunk, and then I was like, oh, like I, I should do this, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> it was pretty, very obviously yeah. a very cool moment uh, for the entire program. I mean, what's yeah. it like to end the season on a high note like that? Um, it's great. Um, it's great. Definitely like off off a high. Yeah, definitely leaving off a high note. Um, because you don't want to um, you know, have any like a, a bad taste in your mouth like going out of season, going to off season. It's a good way to go out. Uh, definitely the season didn't go how we how we planned. I mean, we had some ups and downs. I feel like we played well. We was in a lot a lot of games. Like one play uh, could change could change like a lot of the outcomes of the game. But um, yeah, definitely like a, a great two wins to um in the season off. Especially seeing uh go in like do well such as a freshman. Seeing him on the field, and then, uh, and then it's sad to like see Costa not be able to play. Right. But definitely, um, it was a great, it was a great game, great experience. Yeah, that's definitely encouraging to have the first year quarterback show yeah. that he's going to be pretty good. I think. Yeah, for sure. And then, um, well, Brendan Costa, you touched on that was also all NESCAC, uh, mm-hmm. second team along with you, and then Tony Hooks, yeah. first team all NESCAC linebacker, same side of the ball as you are. So, what's it like playing with him? Because he makes a lot of tackles. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, playing with Tony. Tony is great. He's such a great, he's such a great football player. Uh, he's such a great uh, mind for the game too. Also, his his talent. Uh, you can like you see it when we first came in as uh, as a freshman. Like I knew like oh yeah this this is gonna be the guy on our defense when we uh when we like when we get further to like our junior senior like this is gonna be the guy. I mean he's like he's he's just dominant on the, on the field. Like uh, not a lot of people can block him. Yeah he's he's a great player. Well, it's finals week right now, so yeah. how is that going? Because, you know, we touched on how football, this was only your second year of football at Bates because of the COVID year, but academically you're a junior, and yeah. so what's it like been, you know, growing in the academic side of things? Uh, so academically, yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. It's a, it's, a, it's a hard ride, but, like, it's, it's doable for sure. Um, yeah, so, you, you you know, you go to class, you got your finals and stuff. You have, uh, you got to, like, plan out what you want to do. You got to have a plan going in into finals week for sure. What you like, what you know, you have to get done, and like things that you got to prioritize some things too. So definitely, like it's like a, a lot of time management for sure. So if you have good time management, like that's what really makes like the, the weeks easier for you. Excellent, well, Muhammad Kubali again. Congratulations on all NESCAC. Thank you so much for joining us on the Bobcast. Really mm-hmm. appreciate it. Thank you. We wrap up our fall sports recaps with men's soccer. Head coach Tyler Shake joins us on the phone to chat about a season that started on a high note for Bates, but did not live up to expectations as the Bobcats finished six and nine overall and three and seven in NESCAC play. Recapping the men's soccer season here on the Bobcast with head coach Tyler Shake and coach. Uh, first of all, I think the highlight of the season was that win over Bowden at Bowden. That's been kind of the white whale, if you will, for men's soccer here at Bates for a while. Uh, tell us about that match and what you, well, and the pride I think the program had in getting that victory. White polar bear. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were able to kill the bear on the day. Uh, and it definitely felt like a high watermark when we decompressed the season. Um, awesome, awesome day. I mean, Kind of a microcosm for the for the last two seasons we've had in 19 and 21, where a lot of youth stepped up, uh, led by awesome veteran leaders. Um, no people didn't realize this, but our team MVP from 2019, Alex Kovacs, was was on the sidelines with an injury. Um, we ended with a makeshift defense. Obviously, at the time, third string walk-on goalkeeper Bruce David and Net, uh, sort of standing on his head the last 10-15. But we had the better play in the second half, and it was really quite the showing. And, and we were flying at that point in the year. Um, former coach uh, George Pagavi said, said as much. He was there on the day, which is great for the program and, and for the lads to hear from him. Um, and then we had a tough spell. We had, a, we had that, that uh, I, I called it 
um, the toughest two two road weekends the Nescax ever seen, where it was away at Tufts, away at Trinity, which was at that point a must win for every team. Um, you know, people getting three points off of Trinity, but made it just that much more precarious. Uh, away at Middlebury, away at Amherst, that really, Aaron, 99% of the teams in Division Three would be thrilled to have just one win against Trinity there. Um, and even on a good year with good teams, just one win at Trinity uh, would be okay. Um, but for whatever reason, it kind of made us question ourselves. Um, and that homestand where we expected and needed to get one win uh, just never came, despite being 20 minutes away from from being in the tournament up 1-0 at home against Wesleyan. Um, with around 20, 25 minutes to go, the the victory never came. We would have been in the, the NSCAC tournament uh, the same weekend that we were in uh, 2019, which is, to be fair, a rarity for about half of the NSCAC any, any season. Um, but that's just how fine the margins are. So... Certainly. And um, on NESCAC honoree, Owen Kelleher, tell us about the impact he had on this program. Uh, he was a senior captain this year. So one thing I've, I've seen in my three seasons, four years, is we graduate pretty amazing men. Um, and by the time they're graduating, I have no real concern as to whether or not they're going to quote unquote make it out there in the real world. Uh, in fact, they've probably shown before they graduate that they're making it, uh, be it with their own side hustle or internships or study abroad, whatever it may be that Bates and these types of schools provides and, and they deliver. So um, can't speak highly enough about, about the man. Um, you know, the leader took up, as, as I said, a lot of, a lot of youth stepped up this season uh, and our veterans, our senior veterans in particular, were, were big enough, I think, to, to sort of step aside on instances and, and allow for um, sort of that power, power grab to go to to just about anyone that wanted to hold it. Uh, and Owen was one of those guys that uh, led intelligently, as intelligently as he could by, by allowing growth for first years, because he knows, I mean, part of what seniors have to give to a program is legacy. Uh, but his individual brilliance, I mean, we're talking about one of the finest athletes in Division Three, all sports, uh, but in particular in men's soccer, 6'4", uh, runs like a gazelle. Um, so turned the game on its, on its head on a couple occasions and he'll be a, a, ba a massive miss. We're still working on recruiting him for the following year, but uh, by all intents and purposes, you know, uh, we're, we're, if he moves on, he moves on, but would be a massive loss for sure. And then, um, I mean, that goal against Colby, that, I, I mean, in the rain, that was one of the more spectacular goals I've seen, I think, in a few years, right? From Kells, sure. And that's just it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, again, Monday morning quarterbacking the season, I wish – which I did a lot differently as the head coach and you, and, and I know the players in an individual meeting since we, we've all said as much, but when you're in the thick of it and you're playing, we play the sports for moments like that. And I think I maybe coached to, to moments for of individual brilliance, which Owen stepped up in, in 2019 goal at Wesleyan uh, game winner, university, of new England. And you saw that goal against Colby and other moments this season as well. Goal against, uh, a Bowden that, that won the game for us, phenomenal header off the post. So you coach to moments like that, players play for moments like that, and I couldn't have been more pleased, obviously. Uh, a lot of heartbreak that day. Uh, three seasons in a row now where 2018, 2019, 2021, somebody's season ended that last, that last game against Colby. So in many ways, sort of par for the course, we were expecting to take a big step and challenge for a championship, and that did not come to fruition. 
But I wonder if in COVID times, sort of holding the rope can be seen a bit as a win. Uh, and that's at least the sale that we've been giving to the guys. And they've been chopping at the bit and training in the months since the season ended. So I'm looking forward to the offseason. A lot of youth, a fantastic class coming in and the wheel turns, so to speak. Certainly. Uh, James Peter was once again named to the NESCAC All-Sportsmanship team. What makes him uh, such a key player over the years for Bates and, and a good role model for uh, other you know recruits coming in and whatnot? James Peter. Going to miss him. Um, that's another guy that, that the program is going to see as a huge miss. He started every game of his career, um, won our first captain's award, which is service, leadership, um, academic uh, acumen. I mean, he's he takes all the boxes and it's tough to have a team sheet without him. He's fit as a fiddle. He's athletically gifted. So, I mean, every single team sheet I made, James Peter was, was first on it because when I think of NESCAC soccer and the best athletes in the country and the best student athletes in the country and tomorrow's leaders, it's James Peter. So um, massive loss in that regard as well. And then any other thoughts you wanted to share kind of on the season? I know it didn't uh, end the way you all wanted, but you mentioned all the youth coming back. So maybe some points of emphasis you want the, the guys to think about over the off season, what you're going to really uh, push in next fall, perhaps. Sure. My job as when we lose a game is obviously take, debt, take that blame and I make some excuses for my team. And we had injuries. We had five concussions on the season, two ACLs, lost uh, what became our team MVP on that two uh, doubleheader away weekends, um, Justin Phillips to, to an ACL injury was massive. Starting, starting center midfielder, um, you know, ended the last couple of weeks, the last weekend without Freddie, our, our staple at, at central midfielder as well to concussion. So the excuses are there. What I find amazing, Aaron, is our guys don't want that. Uh, I, they wish that we play next weekend. And, that, and that's a tough lesson we have to learn that we make sure, you know, this time next season, we're either still playing in the final four or, or took further steps than certainly uh, 2021. Um, and it's a, and we found, I think the hard lesson we learned is it's a bounce of the ball. It's a, it's a dropped ball. It's a, a couple inches here or there. And it, I know that's all sports, but you're right. I think youth needs to learn it now that they have done. In fact, one of my, my underclassmen leaders said as much as I, I don't mean this, but I kind of mean it. It's probably good that we finished the way we did because now I don't think we're going to finish like that again. So um, looking forward to the offseason grind. Uh, and I'm just following the lead of my own my own players. They're phenomenal and can't wait to work with them. Excellent. Tyler Shake, thanks so much for joining us on the Bobcast and recapping the men's soccer season. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Aaron. Happy holiday season. Next time on the Bates Bobcast. We'll recap a busy week for the squash and basketball programs. The squash teams host Bowdoin this Thursday for the women and men's first home match of the season. Men's basketball is home this Friday night against Colby, and the women's basketball team looks to continue its hot start to the year with a tough road game at Bowdoin on Wednesday and a home contest this Saturday versus Clark. Plus, we'll recap the main state meet for the swimming and diving teams. That's next time on the Bates Bobcast. <laughs> I'm